Ladies and gentlemen, I've been doing this show for two, three years now, and I've never had no one on here more than two times. It's the third time because this insurance game is so important to me. This insurance game has been hitting thousands of people around the world, and they've been responding, and this is something that's so dear to me that I had to do this one more week for you to truly understand the importance of rental insurance, burial insurance, life insurance, and so on. Now, Rashawn, yes, sir. a question that was threw at me today, and I think it's interesting before we go over some of the things we've done. Can uh, a woman get married to another, not the baby's daddy? Can that man take out life insurance on another man's kid? Uh, it, it would have to. It would have. It would have to be confirmed by both parents. You can take okay. life insurance on anybody, but because that child is a minor, both parents would have to consent. And there have okay. been cases where one parent didn't tell the other parent, and then that's something that they would have to deal with in, 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 in court or, or, or uh, privately. But because the child is a minor, both parents would have to consent to that. It, okay. somebody has does somebody have that question, or are you? Does somebody have that concern? Yeah, someone asked me that question, and I really thought that you can take out insurance on anyone, whether they knew yeah. it or not. You can, but the thing is, with a minor, now a minor can't a minor can't sign their own documentation, obviously. So the the parents right. are the parents are the ones that would have to authorize that being done. Now, are there cases where a mother wouldn't tell the kid's father? Of course. Right. I, I know that has happened, but it's not particularly illegal. But it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's not. It's not ethical. <laughs> right. It's that's the word. Not ethical. I totally agree. But isn't that interesting, ladies and gentlemen? I could walk down the street, meet you. I can walk down the street, meet you, and get to know you, find out your social security number, and I can I can take um, insurance out on you, and not even know you. And that that happened in my own family. I won't give the names, but one of my aunts took out a life insurance policy on her sister's son. Mm-hmm. He was involved. He was involved in some. You know, he 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 lived a life of crime. Right. God rest his. So the probability of him getting murdered was high. So she banked on his life, and she <laughs> won. So it. And to this day, they have a risk. To this day, there's a risk. You know, she didn't, she didn't tell anybody. But she mm-hmm. had information, and she took a life insurance policy out on, on her sister's son, and she ended up, uh, she won that bet. Now, is, was that particularly illegal? No, guys, it wasn't illegal, but it's, it's, it's unethical. It's unethical. Isn't that something, yo? Isn't that something? So here's the thing. How much does life insurance cost for children under 18, and is mm-hmm. it, I'm not going to ask a stupid question because one is a dumb no. question. Is, do you think a person should take an insurance on a child? But you should, correct? Yeah. Taking insurance out on a child shouldn't be looked at as banking on that child's death. Mm-hmm. And it shouldn't, I wouldn't look at putting life insurance on a child as being uh, preparation for final expenses. 
Right. That's that, that that's not what that's not what uh they teach us. That's that that's not what we're taught to to share with, with the public. When you take a life insurance policy out on a child, it should be more in the concepts of how how does this life insurance policy add cash value to the child's adulthood life? An example would be I just yeah, we just set one up. The kid is ten years old, the mm-hmm. policy gets a, a life of a full a term not a term, a uh, universal life policy. Mm-hmm. So the cash value that's accrued on that policy over time. Now, you can take different amounts, right? You could do 100000 250000 you could do 500000 In this case, their payment was $133 a month. But when that child turns 18, the cash value was anywhere around 38, I think specifically with that kid, it was uh, $28,000. Mm-hmm. So, if you do the math, guys, if you do the math, uh, $100 a month times uh, 12 months times 13 years, that's a good return on their money to be able to take out for the purchase of a home or to pay mm-hmm. for a home or, or to put a down payment on a new car. That family So you get sure protection that- for their life. You get protection for that they have money yeah. when they turn 18. It's like yeah. it's, 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 it's a, the domino effect, which is beautiful. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's an investment tool, especially in our communities. Again, we talked about before. A lot of us, we don't like to talk about death. Number one, number two, we definitely don't want to talk about the death of our children. Right. We talk to most black families or most uh, Latin American families who are here in the states about life insurance for their kids. They automatically tune you out. So right. Whatever, so I hope people can get the message from what you're doing that life insurance policies for children should be looked at as uh, one tool in a long-term investment plan. Okay. The best thing to do is for them to find a, a licensed life insurance agent in their area that can really sit down with them and talk to them about what their long-term plans are. Mm-hmm. This way they, they can really understand what a universal life, whole, uh, whole life policy will do for the kids. If they, whatever they, my advice to them is if you can afford, Whatever you can comfortably afford, mm-hmm. uh, if you have to drink less Starbucks, if you have to drink, uh, eat less McDonald's, if right. you can start funneling uh, your extra cash and you, and you don't have enough to do real estate, you don't have enough to do the stock market, a whole life insurance policy, universal life insurance policy for a child is the best way to go. And the, the sooner you start, the better because the rates are better. This is something we, I want to review a little bit, TK, if we can. Okay. Life, life insurance policies are always going to be based on a couple factors. One is going to be based on your age, how old are you? Okay. Because it's all about how close you are to your last day, right? Right. Life right. insurance companies will be more likely to really give you a great rate the further away you are from your most likely last day on earth. So yeah. the younger you are, the better your rate's going to be. Mm, it's also going to be based. Your lifestyle? Are you a smoker? Are mm-hmm. you overweight? Uh, do you have any history of illness? And do you have any history of medication? Please, uh, TK, pin that because today I want to talk a little bit about the uh, pharmaceutical companies, uh, prescription drugs, and yeah. how that takes a toll on, or what role that plays in people being able to get life insurance, especially okay. in our community. Okay. So it's going to. So your lifestyle, your medical history, your age, and also uh, how much 
how large of a policy you want to take out. Is it a hundred thousand? Is it fifty thousand? Is it just mm-hmm. a final burial expense? Is it a million? Is it two million? Right. So so all of those factors combined are the factors that uh, uh, take a toll or have the impact on the price. Right. So I hope that really helps under, uh, helps people understand that the best time to take a policy out is one as soon as you can. Right. And two, hopefully that's as young as you are. Now, now here's let's, my let's thing. I'm sorry to interrupt. I'll let, I'll let you finish, and I'll tell you what I want to do. Go ahead. So if if you take out a whole life, uh, a, a, I'm sorry. If you take out a term policy, term is depend. Uh, term is ten years, twenty years, thirty years, right? Right. If you take out a term policy with a conversion uh, rider, meaning that you can convert that policy to a whole life policy at the end of its maturity. An example would be, uh, TK, you take out a a 20-year term life policy. On the 19th year, you decide that you want to convert that policy into a whole life policy. The reason why that is good is this. One, Yes, it's going to be more expensive, right, because it's a whole right. life policy. We already talked to people that term is cheaper than whole because it doesn't accrue cash value over time. Right. But the reason why it's good, because how old will you be in 20 years, TK? Oh, man, in, in 20 years, man, I'll be 78. Okay. So chances are you're not going to be in the same physical condition at 78 that you are now. Am I right? Right. Might be a little bit heavier. Uh, might might have some more history of of, of, uh, of uh, prescribed drugs, maybe. Uh-huh. Hopefully not. Maybe. Hopefully or, not. Yeah. Because you take good care of yourself. Uh, you might have had some type of medical condition. So the mm-hmm. likelihood of those things happening over the next twenty years for somebody in your age bracket is high. So this is why a conversion clause is important. On the nineteenth year of TK's policy, he can say, "Okay, guys." I'm ready to convert this into a whole life policy. What the insurance company is going to say is say, they're going to say, okay, cool. Uh, TK, you don't need to take an, um, another medical. Uh, we're going to base this whole life policy on where you were when you were uh, 58. Mm-hmm. We don't care how old you are now. We don't care what, what medical condition you are in now. We're going to give you this whole life policy based on the medical history that you gave us 20 years ago. We're mm-hmm. going to give you this whole policy based on the lifestyle you had 20 years ago. Basically, mm-hmm. we're going to, a 78-year-old man, a 78-year-old TK, we're going to rate him at a 58-year-old TK. So that's okay. the pricing you would get for your whole life policy. So that's why it's okay, guys. It's okay if you can't afford a whole life policy now. Get the term life. Get something. Get the term get life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get the term life. Get the 10-year term. Get the 20-year term because maybe your money will be a little bit stronger later on and you can convert that based on where you are now and that's important because we don't know what the future holds me uh-huh. i think you're caring myself but maybe uh-huh. i don't have a heart in years right but now I, I don't have life insurance now but i try to get life insurance after my heart attack how how hard of a problem will that be for me it's going to be pretty mm-hmm. tough right because you know, insurance companies base your life insurance policy on what guys Take notes. Your lifestyle, your physical mm-hmm. health, your weight, your smoking habits, your age, and also this is a kicker. A kicker. They take, they give you your rates based on your medical history, and that includes your prescription drug history. Mm. And this is important. One of my mentors told me recently, and we had a, a, a woman that uh, 
got denied life insurance because in her medical history it showed that she had a history of uh, psychedelic, uh, not psychedelic drugs, uh, prescription depression medication. Mm, okay. Life insurance company said, okay, uh, we're going to deny this life insurance policy because there's a long history of her taking the, uh, depression drugs. And our studies show that people t- that take uh, depression drugs are more likely or more susceptible to have heart attacks or other related illnesses. So we're not willing to take that risk. Right. Here's a note that everybody. Some, how many people can probably raise their hands at home right now and have been prescribed drugs by their doctor, whether for heart attack, I'm sorry, whether for high blood pressure or, or, or headache or depression. We've been prescribed those drugs, but we never took them. I'm guilty of that. Mm-hmm. I never, I I've never been, been on drugs at all, thank God. Well, good, good. But there's a lot of no people medication, that the nothing. Mm-hmm. take these medications, but they never took them. But it's kind of like a driving record because once the doctor prescribes those medications to you, right. even if you don't take it, it's still in the system. It's Damn. still part of your medical record. And and one of the largest populations of, of people that are being prescribed prescription drugs are black women. Yeah. Is that right? Yes. The large, one of the largest populations that are being prescribed uh, depression medication are black women and black men. So what does that mean for their insurability? The rates will go up and the ability to get for them to get life insurance as they get older will be a little harder because now they have a record of taking medications that they didn't even use that they were prescribed. So our advice is if your doctor says you have high blood pressure, they want to give you medication, I would suggest you say, hold on, doc, uh, give me a month. Let me get my weight in order. Let me go down to the local 24-hour fitness or wherever you have access to. Let me get on a good eating plan. Let me try to drop this weight and this high blood pressure on my own before you give me this medication. Because mm-hmm. it might not be genetic. It might be lifestyle. Right. Life insurance companies is basing their rates on lifestyle. So let's try to fix our health and our lifestyle first mm-hmm. before we take the medication. This way we can ensure that, number one, our insurance policy won't get denied. And number two, if it doesn't get denied, we don't need to pay astronomical rates because the insurance company sees this as a higher risk. I hope mm-hmm. that makes sense to people. And this is really important. Yeah, it's very important. And what I see is another way of the government insurance companies attacking our brothers and sisters again from another angle. It's another screening process. It's, a, it's, it's, it's fucked another, up what it's, they it's, do. It's that. not fair. You know, we can argue it's not fair, but at least now you're giving people the information for them to know. Right. We already know that in our community we have a higher rate of heart disease. We already know that. Right. The insurance companies know that too. Yep, they sure do. Now, we can get into the debate on why that is. Of course, we all grow up in a lot of more stressful environments. we got to work a little bit harder. We all know that those things are true. So because we know those things are true, we need to take extra care with the, with the medical attention that we get, really uh, make a wise decision on whether we're going to take these medications before, before we decide not to make lifestyle changes. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not a good choice. I, I recommend that we make our lifestyle changes first, get healthy first, because that's one less uh, bearable our people need to worry about when they decide to get that life insurance policy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Crazy mm-hmm. and amazing. So, 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 so here's the recap, guys. 
uh, what type of life insurance policies are out there? There's term. 10-year, 20-year, 30-year. Term policies don't add cash value over time, but they allow you to get insurance at a, a lower rate, barring you have a good medical history, good lifestyle, and you're not too old. Everything is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Term life policies are also better for older people uh, that may have a, a weight issue, that may have a little bit more medical history, because then at least he or she can still afford life insurance to make sure that their family is not stuck with a major burden when they pass away. Right. Term life insurance policies are good. Now, if you're in the middle age, you're like uh, late 20s, 30s, 40s, you might want to consider a term life policy with the conversion rider, because that'll give you time to afford something that will protect your family if you die today, but it'll give you the option to convert that to whole life later on, and you can allow your family to kind of spread that cost and still get a, a good chunk of money upon your death. So we talked about that before. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, there's critical illness. Critical illness will protect you guys from uh, sudden and accidental illnesses like heart attack, stroke, uh, certain, uh, certain forms of breast cancer, certain forms of heart surgery, uh, coma, burns. That allows you to be able to, to get some financial uh, cushion and financial security while you're about to battle something major in your life. So you didn't die. Right. You, got, uh, you got cancer diagnosis. You know you're in for the part of your life. You can use that money for, for, uh, for the hospital bills, or you can use that money to go to Hawaii, get your mind right, before you come home and start fighting. So that, that's another good tool to help people with, with, the, with the, unexpected, uh, the unexpected pains of just being alive on the planet. <laughs> mm-hmm, <laughs> you, mm-hmm. you if you haven't been through a storm, live long enough, you will go through one. Right. It's really important for entrepreneurs uh, because no one is there to protect you. Entrepreneur, you got to help yourself. So the disability insurance will allow you to uh, get the security of maintaining your income uh, in the event, for some reason, you can't work anymore for an extended period of time. Mm-hmm. You, fell off a, you fell off a ladder because you were fixing your roof. Right. Uh, maybe, you know, you you got bit by a dog. Uh, something something medical-related is, is causing you to not be able to, to do your job to earn income. Uh, disability insurance will allow you to do that. And it's always going to be based off of your income. So okay. I would recommend talk to the, the insurance agents about that as well. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, I think that those are those are the basics. Term life, whole life. Now, one of the things that we talked about in one of the shows, uh, Rashawn, is about the companies that still can insure people if they already have an illness. Yes, yes. Let's touch on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my one of my mentors in the game. He, he's a he's a broker. He's a life insurance agent, uh, Jimmy Johnson. He's a broker. So brokers, guys, uh, the way insurance companies are are are, are set up. You have captive agencies, and you, and you have uh, agencies that are not captive. So that just means that they have access to more companies. So if you're dealing with a broker, a broker is not going to be uh, stuck to one or two companies. They're going to have access to a dozen companies. Mm-hmm. So there are companies out there, like banks, who will take higher-risk people, people mm-hmm. that may be 60s, 70s, and 80s. Uh, people that may be smokers, people that have uh, his, uh, medical histories that are touch and go. Uh, right. Th- those those agents can find those companies for you and get the insurance that you need. The best way to find those agents is uh, whatever city you're in, I would just Google life insurance specialist, 
and then start uh, interviewing people that you think you would like to talk to. Look at their pictures. Talk, uh, read their bios. Read how long they've been in the business. Uh, read what other customers have to say about them. And then set up appointments with them. TJ, what I've noticed is that our people are, I think our younger people, are less likely to set up meetings and talk with people face-to-face. Mm-hmm. I want them to understand that the phone and the Internet and Google will, will get you but so far. Millennials, right. <laughs> Generation Xs, don't limit yourself to what the phone and the computer is showing you. Sit right. down. Go meet somebody. Talk to two or three different people. Get the education you need and let your spirit guide you on who who is going to be uh, better suited for your family long term. Because mm-hmm. when you buy a life insurance policy, it, it, it's not some, It's not like buying a, a snack. This thing is going to be with you long term. You want your agent to be around long term so they can grow with you. Because right. when you need 20s, you're not going to need in your 30s. You're not going to need in your 50s. You're not going to be in your 60s. So you want to be able to sit down with someone, get the education you need, and let them get the best product for you. So for those people that are out there, TK, that listen to you that are, have been afraid or think that they can't get insurance, I would strongly recommend them to, to – to DM me or DM you, and we can put them in the right direction to talk to the right broker that has a wider array of access to larger companies like AI right. and so forth. You know, because I'm a, I'm a farmer's agent. Farmer, farmers is just one company. There's dozens of, of larger companies that specialize in those forms of, of, of life insurance products. Yeah, I just find it. I just find it to be so interesting. As like I said, thank you. I just found it to be so interesting that um, we are helping so many people at a very, we are. Very, you know. <laughs> we are. I'm going to tell you, TK, there's people that have been calling me from Chicago, Washington, D.C., North Carolina. You know, I'm, I'm going, I, I, I've Googled uh, the top agents in the area, pharmacy people I can put them in touch with. You know, and I, I, one of your guys, I found some attorney's phone because he wanted to do a trust. You know, so you'll get the right. help that you need. You get right. TK is doing a really phenomenal uh, public service by bringing these ideas and concepts to people. Mm-hmm. So my hat's off to Thank you, my man. Uh, and they, let's, let's you, know how, you know how I always do. I try to do it. I'm sorry, Sean. Go ahead. Did you want to review uh, 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 auto insurance or, or, or renters insurance? Do you want to review some of that? Oh, hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> God, I want to say a quick prayer. God, I want to thank you so much for, for introducing us to TK. I want to thank you so much for, for the thousands and thousands of people that are listening to his, his broadcast, his podcast. Uh, may, may you bless the message and may you just uh, touch that, that person that has been afraid or unwilling to take that launch to get the information that he or she needs. I feel like lives are going to be changed because of the show. And I, I know God is in control, so we thank you. All right, so PK wanted to bring up the idea, guys, of, of renter's insurance. So I want, I want to take a step back and just talk about that, that old-school adage that people need to have three months of income saved up. I know, TK, you heard that growing up. You know, grandma yeah. used to have that, that money box underneath the couch, right, when we were growing right. up. That, that was that, 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 uh, that emergency bucket of money. A lot of times in this day and age, people can't do that, guys. So a good way to give yourselves the cash flow security that you would need in the event that you uh, have a problem with with, with uh, shelter 
because shelter is one of the most basic things, you can use your renter's policy for that. So let me kind of break it down to the simplest form. When you rent a house or an apartment, there's somebody that owns that property. He or she is going to have homeowner's insurance on that property. So if the house burns down, if there's uh, water damage, pipes burst in the wall, if there's electrical fire, the person that owns that apartment building or that house has made sure that their asset is secure, their asset is safe. A lot of times the bank will require that they have insurance on that house. So a right. person that's rich might say, ah, I don't need insurance because I don't own this place anyway. Uh-huh. Let's back up. Maybe your landlord is not requiring you to have insurance. TK mm. wants us to know that it's in your benefit, and here's why. On your insurance policy, there's going to be something that says personal property. Now, if you're someone that has a lot of expensive clothes, you have some televisions, TVs, and things that you've worked hard for, wouldn't you want your stuff to be protected if it was stolen or burnt down? Right. The owner of that, these are her houses, is insured. They good. They going. They, you gonna have to move out while that house is being rebuilt. So mm-hmm. they they good. And maybe they have a great uh, a great agent like like us. They even got renters covered. So as you move out because their house is being rebuilt. They still collect their rent on their their uh, insurance policies. If you still wow. do that, y'all didn't know that, huh? A person that's that owns a house and they got if they got renters coverage, and their house burns down when you when you move out to a shelter with your kids because you didn't plan, he or she that owns that house can file a claim and still collect rent as you still live there while their house is being rebuilt. And you in the shelter. And you in the shelter. Right. And they still making profit. It's not. And don't be angry at the game, guys. Don't be angry at the game. Right. They That's right. Your asset. Don't be mad. It's there because they pay their premium every month. If I own a house and it's burned down, and I pay my premium every month. I want my check. Right. Everybody right. hates insurance companies, so we got to write the check. So don't hate the game. Let's just play the game better. So how do you how do you play the game better if you're a renter? Tell your agent that you want loss of use protection. If your rent is $2,000, get $6,000 of loss of use. If your rent is $3,000, get uh, what's three, three times, three times, uh, uh, three times, so you get $9,000 of rent insurance. If your rent's $5,000 a month, get $15,000 of, of, of uh, loss of use. What that means is if and when that apartment burns down, if and when there's a, a water pipe, the toilet blows up, and you got to move out, you can file a claim on your renter's policy, and your insurance company will pay your rent for you to live somewhere else, whether it's a hotel, another apartment like for life, another house. Now, you may have $10 in the bank, but you got access to $15,000 of cash. Right. You and, your, and your wife somewhere decent to live. Right. You have to move to shelter. Because you because, planned properly. Because because you planned wise. Wise. You know, and a lot of okay. people don't wise. You planned wise. You, mm-hmm. you looked ahead. So that person now we might have somebody out there who say, "Well, I'm gonna give them some insurance company my money every month, and then what if I never use it?" Well, if you never use it, you've allowed for somebody else who's who's insured by that insurance company. You've allowed them to be able to get their check because the only thing insurance companies do is pay claims. Insurance companies don't sell insurance. Agent mm-hmm. insurance company. Right. Insurance companies pay claims. Mm-hmm. So they got us. We got to start thinking about it as a collective. That's why it's important 
you, you go to an insurance company that has a good reputation of being able to pay claims. Because that means when it's your turn and your clock has stopped on tragedy, you have the confidence of knowing I paid my bill, now it's time to get my check. And how comfortable is it for that single mother of two whose apartment gets burned down in L.A.? Because there's a lot of fires out there. How comfortable was she knowing that she had a great rental spot? She got her check and she was able to move her kids somewhere nice. And mm-hmm. the flip side of that, people we've seen on the news staying in the shelters, right? Right. So that, that's the takeaway. Uh, Renters' policies are important, guys, because the people that own property, they already know this stuff. They already know. And it they comes with the house. They, it comes with the mortgage. You can't even get a, yeah. You can't even get a mortgage without having the insurance. No. And here's the thing, TK. You can, right? You can. But the bank is going to force place insurance on you, and it's going to be like six to ten times more expensive. Because the bank right. is going to make sure that their that house is protected. Because that's uh-huh. the collateral. Right. So, yep. so an example would be this guy. You know, I like to break it down for your audience. TK has a, owns a house. If TK let his home insurance policy lapse, the insurance company might send him a letter. They'll send him a letter. Hey, your insurance policy lapsed. We're about to force insurance on you. Maybe mm-hmm. he's already. Maybe he was out of town. He didn't see it. So now the bank is going to get insurance for him without him without him consenting, and they're going to get it only on his house, not on his property, nothing else. They're just going to insure his house. Well, right. So now TK gets his mortgage statement, and it's $300 more. He's like, what happened? And the bank is going to say, hey, dude, we told you you needed insurance, so we put our own insurance on it. So the, the point of this is, <laughs> is people that own houses know. Yeah. We're talking to the people that don't own. Renters, renters, you got power too. You have you have capabilities too. You have resources too. And your resource is your renters insurance policy. It's gonna protect your the personal property. It's gonna protect you in the event that you have to be moved somewhere else. You can't live there anymore because of a what's called a tragic event or, or an insured peril. Perils are things like fires and water, and water damage. Mm-hmm. And it's also going to protect you uh, if you got to go to court because somebody tries to sue you. Maybe, maybe you had a, a Super Bowl party and uh, your friend's girlfriend got punched in the face or fell and broke her leg. They'll mm. sue you for that. They'll sue you for that. So now at least now you don't have to, you know, you don't have to go into uh, get some type of uh, credit credit report bad because she sued you and you couldn't pay the bill. You have right. to insurance. Right. You, insurance. you know, you, you can file a claim. So these things happen all the time. People people have bad credit because, oh, in 86, I punched this dude in the face and he sued me. I couldn't pay the bill. That stuff yeah. happened. That stuff happened. You know, my cousin's fifth, my cousin's friend fell and she broke, she twisted her ankle and I lost my medical bill and I couldn't pay it. Now there's a judgment on your credit report. With the renter's insurance, it gives you liability coverage. So now you live in the same way these wealthy people that we see live, but at a smaller scale. You're protecting mm-hmm. your life the same way they protect their lives, but at a smaller. And I don't want to. I don't want to call it smaller, TK, because that doesn't give you justice. You're you're managing your life at a more manageable scale. Right. You're managing your now, finances in, in a manageable scale. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna tell you why this is so beautiful. You ready? Tell them how much it costs, Mr. Rashawn. I'm sorry. Say it again. Tell oh, them how like much renters insurance costs a month. The last renter's insurance policy I wrote, the woman had 15000 in uh, loss of use. She had 10000 in personal property. She had 300000 in liability coverage. Uh, she had 5000 in medical. Medical in the renter's policy is uh, uh, a medical that was paid for others. So if I have a Super Bowl party, TK, you and your boys come over, 
and one of them slips off my stairs and cracks his head and needs stitches, my, the medical portion of my policy would pay for that because I rent my house. Right. So I rent the house I live in. So that would pay. That would pay for him. Mm-hmm. It cost. It cost her uh, twenty-one dollars a month. Ladies and gentlemen, did you hear what the fuck he just said? $21 a month. I rest my case. It's a no-brainer. Everybody should have this. Rent is insurance. And if they bundle it with their auto insurance, it's even cheaper. They get like 20% off most companies. I mean, I know they see the insurance companies spend millions and millions and billions of dollars on, on advertising every year. And why did you think they make their, their commercials funny? Insurance is not sexy. It don't taste good like a burger. It ain't fun like Six Flags. So they make the commercials funny so people can see real-life scenarios in a comical way to, to kind of get the message. And it goes right over lost. their head. It goes over their head. It goes over their head. I'm so glad you're doing the show because it, it saves lives. It, it completely right saves lives. It, it, it completely saves lives. It, it, it gives people a peace of mind. And, and when they need it, and, and they're with a good company that writes the check, it, it could turn somebody, I've seen it, turn somebody's worst day into their best day. You know, like auto mm-hmm. insurance. Somebody that has... A lot, I see a lot of people in L.A. because it's expensive to live here. Right. They may have auto cars, and they say they only want, they, they want liability only. Guys, what that means is liability only means that you're not insured for a collision. You're not insured for a collision that, 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 uh, that, you, that you call. In ter- mm-hmm. uh, uh, you're not, so an example would be this. If I have liability only, and I crash my car into a light pole by accident. The insurance company is not going to fix my car because I don't have collision coverage. Mm. A collision is a moving connection of your car with something else, whether it's another car or somebody else. If I don't have collision coverage and I and somebody hits my car that doesn't have insurance, I don't have any collision coverage. So if they do $10,000 of damage to my car, I got to fix it myself. I, I don't have $10,000 to come out of my pocket to fix my, right. my car or, right. or buy a new car. So why not just pay a little bit extra and get lower limits? You can tell your agent, listen, people got to be honest, CK. I, a lot of people come in and feel like they got to be things that they're not. Listen, the insurance right. companies are worse than police. We can see everything. We see all your accidents you had. Uh, some states run credit, so they know if you're paying your bills or not. California right. doesn't pursue just be honest. Go to your agent and say, listen, my money ain't right. Uh, I got two accidents. I really want to make my car feel good. It's not new, but, you know, it gets me to work every day. Can you just put me in a policy that's going to give me the basic protection? Oh, you know who's doing uh, commercials like that now, TK? I, cool. I watch the competition, TK. I'm like you. I, mm-hmm. You know, I'm in the insurance business, but it's still, it's still a war, and I want to know what the competition is doing. So Liberty Mutual is advertising that we'll customize your policy. Only right. pay for what you need. Listen, right. Farmers Insurance does the same thing. So call Farmers before you call Liberty. <laughs> now, what does that mean, though? What does that mean? That means this. That means the guy that comes in and says, Hey, Rashawn, my money's not right. My car, my, I don't have a really expensive car. Uh, I want liability only. And I say, okay, why, why do you want liability only? Do you understand that means if you crash your car and have to fix the insurance company's not going to fix it? And she's like, well, what if somebody hits me? And I'm like, yeah. Their insurance company will fix it, 
hopefully they don't have liability only too. And she's like, well, what if they have liability only? And I'm like, both of y'all are on your own. You're going to have Damn. to pay for your damage, and she's going to have to pay for her damage. They're like, wait a minute, okay, well, maybe I should get full coverage. I'm like, well, let me show you a smaller policy. Maybe we'll give you the state limits, 15, uh, bodily injuries, 15000 per person, 30000 per accident, so that covers your bodily injury, mm-hmm. $10,000 for your property damage. So at least you know you have a $10,000 bucket of money to fix your car or fix somebody else's car if you caused it. Okay, and then uh, let's not let's not put car rental. Let's not put window and glass. Let's not put all the other bells and whistles. Uh, let's just keep it basic but full because chances are you might get into an accident. Mm-hmm. Car accidents happen all the time. Let's keep it full because full coverage doesn't mean that you got great money. It just means that you got bodily injury, you got liability, and you got collision. I'm protected. If I hit somebody and they want to sue me, I got a little bit of money there. I'm protected. If I hit somebody and mess up their car, I got a little money there. You're a smaller policy that you can afford, so this way you're safe on the road. And when you when you get more income, or you get a nicer car, chances are you got a nicer car because you got more income. That's right. a different show. <laughs> That's a different show. Mm-hmm. So let's hope you got a nicer car because you got more income. Then you go to your agent and say, okay, uh, you know, my money's a little better. Let me get more protection. Liability only is not always the answer. Now, some people really don't have the money. They have to get liability only. They mm-hmm. tell your agent, okay, I can't afford collision coverage because that's one of the most uh, expensive portions of your auto policy because right. accidents biggest cost for insurance companies. Maybe I can't get collision coverage with Sean, but what happens if somebody steals my car? Can I get protection on that? And I'll say yes. Tell your agent you want comprehensive coverage mm. because there's two needles on your auto policy that will move your price, a couple of them. Your driving record, how many miles a year you drive, if you're getting collision coverage, and if you're getting comprehensive coverage. Compre- and take notes, guys. Comprehensive coverage means anything other than a collision. If my wild girlfriend keyed my car, if a tree fell on my car, mm-hmm. if like somebody stole my car, because you may have a, a 2008 uh, Jeep Cherokee that got 100,000 miles on it, but you know what? That's your 2008. You kept it in good condition. It gets you to and from work every day. It picks up your kids every day. What happens if somebody steals that car? Do you have $15,000 in the bank to go buy a new one? Most of mm-hmm. us will say no. Most of us will say no. Okay, you don't have fifteen grand to go buy a new one? Well, get comprehensive coverage because it's not really going to move your price too much. It's affordable. So at least now that mother knows, okay, if somebody steals my car, I got protection. Start looking at insurance and protection. And, and you, and you got to get it, ladies. I'm sorry, go ahead. Everything could be tailor-fit to your budget. Everything okay. could be tailor-fit. You know, if you're balling out, you know, you make good decisions, you got a great job or you've just been lucky, then by all means, Get the get the you know the, the Mercedes Benz or, or, or the, the Lexus of, of insurance policies. Get that because you can afford it. Chances are you got a lot more to lose. <laughs> so get a yeah, higher policy. I saw I saw a video today of this woman busting out this gentleman's Range Rover, busting out the windows, spray painted the side of his car. I guess he was cheating on her and. 
That I hope he had that type of insurance. Oh no no no, no comp, uh, comprehensive. Now was he in the car when she did it? No, he wasn't in the car. Okay, that would be a comprehensive claim because he wasn't right. driving, he wasn't in the car. But let's hope he has enough property damage because maybe she did fifty jizzles, she did fifty thousand of damage, but he only had ten thousand uh, coverage. He gonna have to come out mm. of his pocket. He gonna have right. to come out of his pocket with the best or sue or sue. Or sue baby mama. <laughs> right. Yep. So, yeah. You know, Put her ass in jail. Yeah. So ho- hopefully he has enough coverage to, to fix the damage that she did. So just because you have full coverage, guys, the, the takeaway is this, DK. Just because you have full coverage doesn't mean you have enough. Get what you can afford and get what you think will cover your lifestyle. If you live a risky lifestyle, you know you drive fast. You know you blow red lights. You know you live in a place where the car thefts are high. Get more coverage. Tell your agent these things. So mm-hmm. for him, for him or her can can kind of tailor fit and customize the things that you need. Awesome, awesome, Mr. Rashawn. Mm-hmm. And we can go deeper in the rabbit hole, but this is just the basics. Yeah, I just wanted to go over the basics because we've yeah. gone over this um, three weeks down the road, and and people come up to me and they're so impressed. You have been so informative. You even helped me on a lot of things as well. And to piggyback off insurance, ladies and gentlemen, you already know where I'm going with this, your credit. Learn how to bounce back from a financial crisis or credit nightmare. Get the negative items permanently removed from all three credit reports. Get approved for your next big purchase, home car, et cetera, with the best rates. You already know where I'm going. You want to call my yep. girl Cheryl Anderson, ladies and gentlemen. This lady can totally help you get back on motherfucking track, okay? And you already know what's up with me. On this Wednesday, you're going to check me out at the Village Point Funny Bone in Omaha, motherfucking Nebraska, ladies and gentlemen. I hope that you get your tickets. I hope that you come see me there because I have been to Omaha, Nebraska in a long, long long time and we're going to be there all right then on august 4th next sunday you're going to catch me at um, hyenas at the um for one night only certified funny comedy show um reach out for more information at 832-921-7288 that's hyenas in dallas texas now the day before that august 3rd you're going to catch me in Austin, Texas, at Hangover to Handover 2.0 in Austin, Texas. Get your tickets. Believe it or not, I'm trying to find the um, band number now. But for the same information at Handover 2.0, um, call for um, call 832-921-7288. That's Handover 2.0. And we're going to have a big announcement for you guys in a couple of weeks, something real big that my podcast fans have been waiting for, my uh, IG fans have been waiting for, and my true fans have been waiting for since day one. Rashawn, to the world. Yes, sir. This is TK Kirkland. Hey. Yes, sir. Go ahead. Yeah, I want to thank you, TK. Thank you so much, guys. Again, this is Rashawn Underview, Farmers Insurance, First Alliance agent. Uh, please reach out to us anytime. At we yeah, give them your farmers. number too, Rashawn. Give them your number okay. and your website, please. Yep, well, 
You can contact us at wearefarmersla.com. Wearefarmersla.com. You can call us at uh, 310-674-9557, extension 232. Uh, ask for myself, Michelle, or Rick, and uh, we'll be able to help you. If we can't help you, uh, we'll point you in the right direction. And that's what I love about him. This is my friend for life. We're moving forward in life. We are here changing lives one week at a time. Ladies and gentlemen, you already got the information. It's up to you how you process it. It's the T.K. Kirkman show, better no T to the motherfucking K. And make sure you accomplish something this week. And may your pain be champagne. Salute, Salon. I mean, Rashawn, call you soon. I'll say, say it again, T.K.? I said salute. I'll call you soon. Salute, brother. Thank you. Thank you, Hawk. I appreciate you. All right, take it now. Make sure you follow TK Kirkland on Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland. For more information about upcoming events and more, visit www.officialtkkirkland.com. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne the God. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.